I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey there, welcome to another edition of Upholding Valor. We are here at the VA Salt Lake City Healthcare System. My name is Jill Atwood. I'm the Director of Communications for the VA Rocky Mountain Region. And with me today, I've got Misha Jensen, who is our Homeless Outreach Specialist here at VA Salt Lake City. She is a social worker by trade. And we have Sam Vincent, who is a psychiatric nurse practitioner, also with the Homeless Program. I'm also told you're a cool guy, friend to everybody, homeless veteran champion, et cetera, et cetera. Did I get that right, Misha? Yes. Yep. That's Sam. <laughs> Don't believe the rumors. That's Sam. Those are unfounded rumors. Right on. Thanks so much for being here, guys. Um, I want to talk about VA Salt Lake City's homeless program today because it's a, it's a huge issue, uh, not with just the veteran population, but just in, in general in yeah. the United States. Um, and I think there's some misconceptions about uh, veteran homelessness and the numbers. Um, and I just want to make sure if anyone's listening out there, either a homeless veteran, someone at risk of being homeless, someone who knows a homeless veteran, that they know that we're here and resources are available. Because I know VA Salt Lake City has a robust homeless program. And the reason I know that is I've been covering it for years. So I want to make sure people know about it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I want to start with Misha, because you said something that um, just stood out to me. Your phone is always ringing. There's someone always at your door. Um, yes. Talk to me about what you're seeing every day and how you are impacting veterans. So in Salt Lake, there are two homeless outreach specialists, and we see an, uh, at, on average 10 calls a day of people who are either literally homeless, know someone who's literally homeless, or at risk of homelessness who wow. need some type of services. And we also hold clinics in the valley, meaning we have places where we have drop-in services where veterans can access us immediately so that we can try and get them connected to the right resources that they need. Mm -hmm. And so at those clinics, they've been around for so many years, and they're just kind of a tradition, I would say, that people know someone from the VA is always going to be there, and whoever is there from the VA is always going to know the right resources for someone. So we constantly have people coming to our clinics. Talk to me specifically about where these clinics are. Let's give them okay. so, some locations. Okay. So. so we have a clinic at the VA in Building 16 on Monday and Wednesday. It's a drop-in clinic for people who are at risk of homelessness, experiencing homelessness, and they can come from 11 to 11.30. They fill out paperwork, and then 
however long it takes us to see every one of those people that bring their papers in, we'll see them all day long. And just so you know, uh, we're located at 500 Foothill Drive for folks who aren't familiar with where the VA campus is, right across the street from the U of U. Yes, and then we also have a clinic that we do at the Road Home, and that clinic is Tuesday and Friday from 9 to 10.30, so any veterans that come in from 9 to 10.30, we'll see them, we'll talk to them, we will evaluate what their situation is, get them the right resources that they need. And then on Thursdays, we have a clinic in Salt Lake City at the Salt Lake City Library from 1.30 to 2.30, okay. and then in Provo at the Food and Care Coalition from 11.30 to 1. You know what we're going to do? Uh, we're going to have this information um, on, the, on the website there. So if you're, if you're listening, this information will be, will be available. You didn't memorize all um, that? No, now? no, and no one else did either. <laughs> so we'll have dates, times, all that stuff. Yes. So that's great information. So, and, and this is open to either one of you. What are some of the, the common issues, that, the, the barriers that veterans are facing that cause them to get into this situation? And then what do we do about it? Uh, well, you know, people talk about homelessness like it's complicated and the best answer I've ever heard was you know the single greatest cause for homelessness is lack of affordable housing and I think that's true for veterans as well as uh, the general population with our veterans we see uh, causes for homelessness just life disruptions life's falling apart a lot of times it is related to health issues and mental health issues which is related to their service in many cases as well very often yeah, yeah. So that's you know a big part of uh, what our our team tries to achieve, in combination with just housing, is those providing those services. Okay. And I would have to I would add that any person who's experiencing homelessness, it's for various numbers of reasons. I think Sam hit on some pretty great points: life disruption, medical problems that then have caused them to become destitute mental health problems that have caused them either to not have access to treatment or to become destitute because of the cost of the medical care. And I think that the great thing about the VA that we are able to do that I haven't seen as done as well maybe with other providers is we are able to get right there with them and we are able to provide services that they need, meaning case management services. Mm -hmm. And I think that veterans and in individuals, I should say, need that. They need somebody to help them navigate the system of how do I get to this place to resolve this issue and how do I get to this place to resolve this issue. And that's the great thing I love about the VA is that we have case management services for these individuals to help them navigate how do I get out of how do I get out of being underwater? Because right. that's what I think becoming homeless is. You have. You were treading water and then all of a sudden you became submerged mm. in water. And I feel That's like good. case management then helps to throw the lifeline and the, give the life, raft, life vest and the life raft and to pull them out of being submerged in water so that then they can get to a point where, yes, they're still going to have medical problems. They're still going to have mental health problems. They're still going to have that life disruption, but they have that support to help them navigate it so they're no longer underwater. Right. So step one, step two, we're gonna start with this and then we're gonna get you this and then we're gonna go over here. Mm. So talk to me about treatment and, and real resources that can be offered to some of these veterans, whether it's a, a job issue 
a substance abuse issue. You know, I'm not sure which came first, you know, the chicken or the egg, but yeah, we're talking about when they've imploded and they are submerged. Um, what, what are some of the real resources that, that we can connect them to, to to get them started? Do you mind if I go first? Then? Go. Well, one thing I think the first step is they need to meet with homeless outreach because we are the front door to getting the services, not all the services at the VA, but to help them navigate if this is their first time especially coming to the VA and they're not sure where to go or even what they need, mm -hmm. then we do a full assessment. It's a psychosocial assessment where we are trying to figure out what are their medical issues, what are their mental health issues, what are their substance use issues, what are their legal issues, their financial issues, their education and employment issues, and their housing issues. Wow. So we're touching on, mm -hmm. yes, all of those aspects so that we my partner and I can determine, okay, what is going to be the first step for this veteran to get them to the place that they need? So for instance, if I have a veteran that I can tell, I'm, I'm seeing and I'm aware has a considerable uh, substance use issue, then I have the right resources to get them to our substance treatment team. I have the right resources if they're not connected to medical or mental health to say, hey, Holly, you're our medical provider for our homeless veterans. I have a veteran who needs immediate medical assistance. Can you help me with this? And Holly can get them in right away. Or I can call Sam and say, Sam, I have a veteran who's got this mental health issue and I need him looked at as soon as possible. And Sam is amazing and we'll see them right away. And, and so we are just a dynamic approach where we're supporting them in all the areas. We also have our Veterans Justice Outreach Team. So if I have questions about their legal history, their legal problems, they're experiencing a lot of problems because of their legal, re, um, their legal history, then I can reach out to our Veterans Justice Team, even if they're not on the Veterans Justice Team, to get some support and some resources. And so homeless outreach is the first step to them getting into the VA, if they've never been in the VA. Sure and getting them connected to all the right resources in the VA and in the community for what they need. Sam, did you want to add to that and then specifically talk about your piece? Sure. Uh, that I, I would assume the mental health piece and getting them on track. Yeah, well, Misha nailed it. Um, but having had some experience in the community sector, the non-veteran sector providing homeless services, mm -hmm. it is a pleasure to work here. It's awesome because uh, like Misha said, nowhere else can I uh, interview a patient and then say, well, it sounds like you need work training, we have that, and you need physical therapy, we have that, and you might have had a traumatic brain injury, let's get that evaluated, mm -hmm. um, any kind of uh, trauma, you know, we have, you know, a million different ways to One -stop shop evaluate trauma. Yes, trauma. it's amazing. Work training, finances, legal, um, we have it it all here. My role, like you mentioned, is providing mental health treatment. I'm one of a lot of people providing mental health treatment, but we do recognize that people in homelessness and transitioning out of homelessness uh, are not able or accustomed to use a traditional model to receive care. And so we have to be the flexible ones. We have to adapt in terms of how we deliver that care. And that can mean um, going to our patients. It can mean using different uh, modes of communication, different styles of interview, different ways of following people. We have to adapt to make it work, and we're able to do that. And I love what you said, Sam, because the thing I love about the VA is we're very non-traditional in our approach to working with individuals and veterans especially because we have – I love the – 
people in the homeless program say this all the time, veteran-centric. Mm -hmm. We're very veteran-centric, meeting them where they're at in terms of not just emotionally where they're at, but actually physically. Going into the community, finding them. Uh, we have great uh, interaction and communication between all of us providers in the homeless program to say, I can't find veteran so-and-so. If you see veteran so-and-so, please get me connected to veteran so-and-so. So if Sam is has lost contact with a veteran that's been on his provider panel and he's been concerned about this veteran and I'm at the road home doing my clinic and I happen to know that veterans is so-and-so is there, I find that veteran at the road home and I will call Sam from my phone and say, hey, Sam, I have so-and-so here with me right now. Wow. And so I love the fact that the VA does that. We are You're going like, to yeah. them. Yeah, we'll and, get on speakerphone. Yeah. Misha's got this patient I've been looking for, and right. I'll say, hey, buddy, where are you going to be tomorrow at 9 a.m.? And we're able to connect where otherwise it would have been impossible. Right, and we don't just make them come to us, which is a huge barrier for people in the experiencing homelessness. They have a hard time navigating where they're supposed to be, making those appointments, when they're supposed to be somewhere, and how they're even going to get there. And so I love that we in the homeless program have enough ability and agility to go right to where they're at. And I love also, you know, I see someone who's holding a sign on the side of the road. I drive around and I'll pull over and say, hey, are you a veteran? Have yeah, you served in the military? I do that too. I yeah. can't stand it. I have yeah. to do it. Yeah. yeah. And I have access to the computer system with me all the time. So I can look up right there on the spot to know right then and there how I can help that person, where I can get them to. And no appointment necessary. They didn't. They weren't expecting me. Yeah. It was just an amazing thing that happened where I said, hey, if you served in the military, I'm here right now and I want to help you. Well, you guys are making this easy for me because my next question was, why do you do what you do? Why do you like what you do? But so I'm seeing the passion. You're almost in tears. Thank you for your work and thank you for your passion. It's, it's amazing. Now, is it working? Are you seeing the impact? Real success stories. Absolutely. I'm sure you have a bunch. Give me just give me just a small sampling of, of, of things that you're seeing. Yeah, well, we see people who have been floundering and moving from state to state. And you've noticed that we are huge fans of ourselves. <laughs> not, <laughs> not ourselves. I'm huge fans. Not ourselves. You guys, our are, you, guys our are, you guys are super cool. So I'm if you joking, thought VA but. was bureaucratic and not down to earth, I'm here to tell you otherwise. <laughs> This is what's really happening behind the scenes, <laughs> and these are the headlines you're not reading. So there you go. I'm just throwing that no, out we're there. Just, we're, we're, we're grateful to be um, able to be part of, of a team with so many resources because yeah. yeah. it's a privilege. Yeah. yeah. And so we've seen people from coming in from other states who have really been floundering and not being able to connect with the services they needed, and we can speculate as to why, but... Um, we've seen many, many patients who, you know, six months after arriving here and engaging with, with Misha and Jenny are engaged in their substance abuse program and they're in remission and they're stably housed and, you know, a number of their health problems are resolved or resolving. They're in work training. They have a job and a paycheck. And, you know, this is, I could... And they're getting their mental health treatment. Sure. And this is, I could go... Getting medicines that they mm -hmm. may need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not hard to find these examples. Yeah. You know, we could come up with, with dozens of names in just a few minutes who are going through what I just described. I love it. And I 
think that, uh, I mean, I had a great experience just a few months ago where I was informed by staff at the road home that they had someone who was saying that they were a veteran. They had that person stay in their veteran dorm. They were very concerned about the, the person and I went in there and, and I physically saw the person and was very concerned, but he wasn't listed as a veteran. And so I was able to bring him up to the VA, get him into the emergency room. He had had a stroke. He was completely disoriented, wasn't sure what was going on for him. And then throughout all of his con constant contact with the VA and VA providers actually being concerned enough that they were looking for him in the community mm -hmm. at times when he had left, that he ended up in a skilled nursing facility, got the care he needed, and now he's stably housed. And nobody even knew he was a veteran. And it was, it's been an amazing story because we didn't know what was wrong with him at first, and then to find out that he was having a stroke and that the impacts of the stroke had caused him to have serious enough cognitive damage that he wasn't aware of what was going on or where he was or who he was, that we were able to get him now to a place where he is stably housed, knows who he is, and he is making great progress in his life is one of the most amazing stories I've had in my career. Thank you for sharing. And I encourage anyone who's listening to this, whether you're a homeless veteran or you're at risk of being homeless or, or you know a veteran that's struggling, please take that first step and, and please reach out. Um, you can go to the Salt Lake City website, which is saltlakecity.va.gov. Um, we've got Misha Jensen here and Sam Vincent, um, both doing great work for the homeless program. I want to end this by talking about a big event that you have coming up mm -hmm. designed to do just this, bring in homeless veterans um, and put all those resources in, in one spot for them. So Project Homeless Connect is coming up on Friday, October 12th. Mm -hmm. So we're close. Uh, it's from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Salt Palace Hall 5. Veterans can show up early for a free breakfast. At 8 o'clock. At 8 o'clock. And of course, um, you know, it says 3 o'clock, but if we're still working with you after 3, they'll stay with you. Absolutely. And, yes. and, until we've got things resolved. And I want to point this out. This really is for veterans who are in crisis, who are experiencing homelessness, having trouble um, connecting to resources, or on the verge of being submerged in water as you talked right. about so eloquently earlier. So I, y you know, we won't turn anyone away, but you know, please be certain that you really, really need these resources. So um, who wants to talk about Project Homeless Connect? Oh, this is Misha's baby. <laughs> <laughs> it okay. kind of is. Um, and I just want to point out first that we actually have partnered with community providers yes. for Project Homeless Connect. So although it is serving veterans because we will have providers from the VA there, it's actually serving all members of the community who are homeless or experiencing gotcha. homelessness. So we have a lot of services that will be offered there. There are haircuts, pet supplies, legal assistance. Um, the VA will be there with various different providers from the VA. There's going to be minimal dental care, so you can have an oral exam, teeth pulled if necessary. Just services that's hard to get navigated by this appointment and another appointment and another appointment. Mm -hmm. It's one-stop shopping, like you said. It's like you can go, you can move from booth to booth, ask the questions that you need to ask and get somebody who's gonna probably know the answer. Okay, and you've been saying that you were getting a lot of um, questions about volunteering and how to donate to this. Um, I'm gonna throw out uh, a phone number to our voluntary services here at Salt Lake City. 801-582-1565, extension 1075. 
That's again 801-582-1565 extension 1075. I'm not certain what they're accepting or what they need at this point, but that would be the best point of contact at this time and then that yes. lets you guys just do your thing yes thank and, you and not have to worry about that okay so project project homeless connect october 12th at the salt palace hall five free breakfast starts at 8 a.m the resource fair starts uh at nine and runs until three o'clock thank you guys so much for being here talk to me again about that clinic here in salt lake city where if someone is needing to speak with someone give me the times and well i think it's best i didn't add this but we actually have a homeless provider of the day okay every day monday through friday mm -hmm. eight to four okay and that homeless provider of the day if someone even were to just drop in okay. at building 16 at the va they would be able to contact someone from our homeless team who would direct them to the right place Perfect. so we do have somebody available monday through friday eight to four and then we also have our clinics at the VA Monday and Wednesday, 11 to 11.30 is when we take our papers and then we see veterans the rest of the day. Okay, thanks so much again thanks, for, for Thank being you. here, guys. Um, thanks for joining us for this edition of Upholding Valor. And please uh, connect if, if you need to. We're here for you. Thanks again. Thank you. Thanks. Mm -hmm.